Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, because you've earned it. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Walking Blind Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Mike. That is... I'm also Mike. Yes. And uh, this is episode 20, which is a big deal. And because it's such a big deal, we have a very special guest today. <laughs> so we want to preface this and start by saying this. He has been the special guest for like episode 5, 7, <laughs> 11, <laughs> 18, and now 20. Yeah. He's finally here. He's here. So, <laughs> So when, when, when Mike was like, Hey, I think my brother's going to come through. And I was like, is he? <laughs> and he's like, I mean, you know, like, I think so. <laughs> I, I, I even got, I even got cocky and I went on one of the lives. I was like, I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm pretty confident <laughs> I'm next pretty week. Sure. My brother's going to be the guest. So go ahead and fire and question. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then sorry. But so, yeah, this is my brother, Mario. So this is the uh, this is the younger, older brother. Which which one is it? I'm not not too sure. Here. It's the older brother. Yeah. So yeah. so the story has now become basically legendary about when Jesse walked up and was like, "Hey, this is what you have to look forward to." <laughs> and your mom finally met Jesse. Uh, the Saturday of the show. Oh yeah, as Jesse was at the house, house. Uh, we were all getting ready to leave, and you know, your mom comes down. They're all getting ready to go to church, and then Mike's like, "So this is, this is Jesse." And mom's like, "Oh, hi, Jesse. He's the one that you know said the statement." And she's like, "Oh, hi, Jesse." <laughs> it's it awesome. I mean, I think in like in Jesse's defense, though, it was pretty dark, right? I mean, it was a dark. 
it was a dark room, dark space, and you know, so hard to see. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know, that's probably the best <laughs> argument that we've had so far. It's hard to see, but I mean, his, my, his, Mikey's facial expression, I think, is what. Because I, I, you could see the second that it registered what he had just <laughs> said. Like, Wait, what? It was, it was pure sadness. Was, yeah. When he, re- when it registered, it was. No, <laughs> dude, I, li- I literally was like, I was like, I need to dye my hair. I'm so glad you, you haven't yet. I know. I know. I feel like it's coming eventually. And the second that you do it, you're going to be like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have dyed my hair. I don't think I'm going to have that. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think that'll even cross my mind. So hey, this is episode 20. This is episode, episode 20. 20. Now, have you guys had, I mean, look, I've been wanting, I wanted episode 20 to be honest with you. Like that's <laughs> that, that's yeah. what I was shooting yeah. for. Like, you know, whenever they do episode 20, that's when I want to be yeah. part of the show. So yeah, you don't want to be no random yeah. 18 or 19. The, the early stages of this show. I want you guys to flesh this out and get lights and figure this <laughs> yeah, out before yeah, I get on. Yeah. Now, I don't know if people know this, but when I walk into Mike's the space, I mean, it's nice. Like this is a, a great setup, you know. Thank you. And so, um, it, it's neat, especially with Mike. Is you know, my one of we we're talking about memory. One of my first memories of Mike was when Mike was in high school. Yep. And you and I, I remember I come into the academy, and this is when I knew you were off to great things. Is <laughs> I'm scared when I when I was parking <laughs> the car. So Mike was you were in the parking lot. Oh. <laughs> and you were, we were with one of your classmates. Okay. And I parked the car and I see Mike and the classmate next to the car. And you it was know, I, it was my girlfriend. It was your girlfriend. Yeah. It was your girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, and so I sorry, and, Amy. <laughs> So I looked at them and I, I didn't know what was going on. And then I, I don't, I mean, are they crying? Are they fighting? What's going on? And uh, I walked over and I f- discovered that you guys had sprayed mace into the air. Have you guys told that story? So he sprayed mace in the air and then the wind brought it back and hit you both. So both, both of you couldn't see. So it, it, you thought you were witnessing a breakup? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I didn't. You thought things were ending for good? No, so what happened was my girlfriend at the time, of course, had like mace on her keychain. And she goes, I've never used this before. And I go, well, you just flip the red switch and then you hit the button. She's like, what do you mean? Because she's like, it doesn't work. And so I go, no, no you flip the, the switch. And then I was like, and then so we turned this way. I go, let's face this way. We're not going to spray it in each other's eyes. <laughs> We turn this way and she's like, well, does it come out like, like aerosol or is it like, and you know, pepper spray comes out like just a liquid jet, mm-hmm. right? So she, we turn this way and then she presses the button or I press the button. I don't remember if, <laughs> which one of us did. Probably me. I don't know. And we press the button and then it shoots out and then just turns back around and flies mostly in her eyes, <laughs> a little bit in mine. And I think I played it up a little so that she wouldn't feel so bad. But I was like, oh, no, uh, yeah, you know, and she was, yeah. But I, like, you know, I just remember like walking both of you guys, I think I was holding both of your hands <laughs> to the office. So that so we you could guys, get water yeah. in our eyes. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I was yeah, like, that, great things. Mike is yeah. in store for great things. And, yeah. and this has been, this is great. Like, That's fair. Look at us nice. now. Yeah. That's fair. Look at him now. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it, was a, it was a telling sign of what my love life would be as I got older. <laughs> Just team train wreck all the way. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess we'll go back in time. When I came to La Sierra, when I moved back here from Atlanta and came to, this, to the school, uh, my cousin was playing baseball at the time. And um, I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'll throw a baseball around with you. And then then I I think I met Mike first. Mm -hmm. 
Because he approached me and saw the gauged ears and was like, oh, you're not from around here <laughs> type thing. Like, um, you're not from Atlanta. You have gauged ears, you can figure out how to throw a ball. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, <clears throat> it, was like a, it was like a slow and steady recruitment process because Mike was like, you're not from around here, huh? You want to play baseball? And I was like, uh, I don't know, maybe. And then you come into the picture. <clears throat> so, and then I end up playing baseball uh, for, for La Sierra. So, um, yeah. So it's been... And for two years, you played for... I, no, I only played yeah, a year. You came senior year. Yeah. Oh, you're senior. Yeah, because okay. the the first year when I came when I came in, I don't think I I could play, because I think I was new student in the school, and there were mm. some weird rules about like yeah <clears throat> being a transfer and not being able to play that first year. So I was kind of like on the uh, I was kind of on the sidelines, just kind of throwing a ball, and I was working Wally Crew at the time, and I built the uh, the the. Dang. Did, did, did I never tell you that? No. Yeah, I, I basically built, like, I laid all the concrete for all that because the way it worked when I got here, I had all my credits basically to graduate. Yeah. Just, like, a couple little classes here or there that I had to just, like, b bring my grade up and uh -huh. clean up. So I had, like, <laughs> my senior year at La Sierra was, like, I started my morning with PE, and then I went to, like, two classroom classes like it was like english and economics uh -huh. and then i had like weight training back to back yeah. with coach thomas and then okay now it's to go straight to work so like by fifth period i was just working uh -huh. crew. <laughs> so like everybody's in class and i'm driving the tractor <laughs> down the field you know? um <clears throat> and then so uh, yeah that then we built like we that's how i learned how to lay concrete yeah. that's how i learned to do all that stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know? that, that was like a rite of passage, though, kind of being part of Wally yeah. Crew. I mean, yeah. that's you know, yeah. made you strong. Yeah, made you like man. That's <laughs> why so I lack a lot of life skills because I didn't work Wally Crew. <laughs> Dude, you know what's crazy about the well, what eventually became the baseball field was my like right before my senior year, our principal Bud Moon, mm -hmm. rest in peace. Um, I remember him him talking to me about uh, how. The university field had already been taken down by yeah. my senior. And he said, um, he's like, yeah, I'm working on trying to get all that piping, you know, it's old, and just bringing it to the academy and building a big backstop and actually making an actual baseball field here. Yeah. That backstop was big. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, dude, that's amazing. He's like, you'll never get to play on it, but it would be really <laughs> cool. I was like, I mean, you, dang. I guess technically you kind of played on it because you were coaching and you were, you know. I mean, <laughs> not the same, but yes. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I remember that was cool. I remember yeah. all that happening and yeah. Cause a lot of games were at lost your park. Yeah. And I, I remember that, that time period too, because I, there would be days when I was late to practice mm -hmm. because I was working, you know, while I crew Minecraft. and I'd be like, on the chapel with like a paint sprayer, and I'm like painting the roof. And you're like, Mike, I'm, right, I'm, right, I'm on my way. I'm right there. I gotta finish this. You know, like something like that. So, yeah, it was a definitely an interesting, interesting time frame. In fairness, I would I would rather feel the wrath of us compared to the wrath of Wally. So true. Yeah. 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 Nah, that's yeah, true. Makes sense. Well, I thought I don't. That's I think that was the thing though. I remember when you guys were in high school, like. Um, we would have those things where, you know, you, you couldn't say something or if you said something, you'd have to run. You remember? Mm -hmm. And if you, uh, it's got most running I've ever done. In my life. <laughs> <laughs> and if you got hit by a, remember you got hit by a ball, we'd buy you a big gulp. Yeah. Remember like those types yeah. of things. And 
I mean, the guys leaning into yeah, leaning like, into the plate. I, I don't, I don't know if 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 the uh, like if the the punishment. I don't think we really struck fear into a lot of people's hearts. No. You, know, you were coaching. You know, like I have the utmost respect for you, mm-hmm. Mario, but I don't think I was ever scared of you. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't just, think that's you know, yeah. Hey, <laughs> just you got you got to catch you got to catch that ball. <laughs> you know, say that. Right at you. <laughs> well, hit, it would have hit you yeah. if you didn't put your glove in front of it. But, yeah, but yeah, that was yeah, it was definitely um, it was an interesting time. It was an interesting time frame. But the team ended up being a pretty good, pretty good yeah. team. Yeah. Like, and it was a good group of a uh, group of guys. You yeah. know, like, um, like we've run into Renee recently. We've been running into Renee a yeah. lot. Yeah, I had with Renee yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, but, but see, but I think that's a, kind of the cool thing because you you kind of get to do life at a certain season or you know like a chapter. Yeah. And you know because like it, you have these vivid memories of you guys when you're in high school. Yeah. And then you know to see you guys afterwards, it's super cool because here you are adulting. Like we're in Mike's house right now. Yeah. True. Yeah. Like he was like talking about remodeling his kitchen just a second ago. <laughs> I mean, like, this, like adulting. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. got two dogs, so clearly he's responsible. You know, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> They're alive and well. They take yeah, care yeah. of each other more than I take. Them. <laughs> so um, no, that, that that part's neat because like with Renee, I got, I just saw Renee um, yesterday. What, mm. Yeah, yesterday we went. And and so he's got a daughter who's who's just turned eight, and so like she's eight already. It's crazy, yeah. And so yeah. our my our kids, we went and hung out with them, and it's just so neat to to be able to now have this kind of like this type <clears throat> of relationship and yeah. season. And anyway, it's been cool, very cool. I do have a I do have one confession before we move on from baseball. Oh, here we go. So uh, I remember we used to you guys had us run laps, uh-huh. um, you know, and I hated hated running. <laughs> So what I would always do is I would run with uh, with Gus, who you know happened to be one of the slower <laughs> slower paced runners. And what I would do is I would run with Gus, and whenever you guys would turn and look, I'd like rub his back, uh-huh. like I was trying to motivate him to keep up with the rest of the team. Man, hey, come on, man. come on, you got this, bud. Like we got we got this. And then you guys would turn around and be like, all right, I can, I can pace myself. <laughs> I got the sprint speed, but the endurance <laughs> just doesn't cut it for me, you know. I'm good for I'm good for 60 feet, and then yeah. I have to then I have yeah. to take a rest. I'll get to first, you know. Put me in the outfield. I'll, I'll get to the ball, That's but awesome. uh, yeah. Well, one more last thing on the disciplinary uh, thing of it. So we coached uh, one of the kids we coached was this guy, um, guy named Ryan. Well, I got to coach his younger brother, uh, Jeremy. Oh yeah, yeah. And Jeremy. Like I think he just was he was just way too comfortable with yeah. me. He's way too comfortable with me. He grew up around you. Yeah, he grew up around me. So he was yeah. like, so he so he would just swear all the time, and I'm like, Jerry, like, dude. And they when running wasn't enough. And plus, he was like one of, he might have been like our only catcher. So it's like yeah. I need you to like I can't have you just like half the practice just running. Yeah. And so then finally, I was just like, dude, every time you cuss, five bucks, <laughs> five bucks every time you cuss, and like. We bought baseballs with his money. We, <laughs> yeah, I think we bought like uh, we were able to get like a, a bunch of stuff. Like we think we got to use his money like to go out to eat. But yeah, to, to be fair with Jeremy, uh, it's so built into his vernacular that even now to this day, like it's, he's still the same. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, dude, I can't. Like you're missing half a practice with how much he's running. I was like, I, we gotta do something else. Yeah. So that that was beneficial for the team, I think. It's like, but I'm in really good shape. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyways. That's awesome. <clears throat> well, wanna go into mental health checks? Let's let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. Uh I'm real I t- I was so tired today. But we had a we had a long weekend. Mm-hmm. Um we didn't get <laughs> this sounds like we sound like an old married couple, but we didn't get to nap this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> So, so there was, there was no weekend naps. We, we kind of like, and just to be clear, we don't nap together, not, not to get, well, it depends. We nap kind of at the same time, yes, but just but not, not in the same, the same bed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not under the same roof yeah. generally. Um, so we, <laughs> we, we were, we were out until like four on Friday. Friday. We were at Taco Bell at three in the morning on Friday mm-hmm. night. Uh, and then went to sleep for like four hours, got up to get my hair cut. Little did I know that that would lead to us being in LA all day. All, <laughs> we all were, day. We were gone all day. Uh, with four hours of sleep? With yeah. four hours of sleep. We got home. I mean, I got home probably like, what, 11? Something like that? Yeah. Had to be like right around 11. And then got a few more hours of sleep, got up Sunday morning, worked out, went to go check out the apartment. Um, <clears throat> and then was just going on Sunday yeah. too. So there was just no, it was like there was no rest this weekend and then back at work today and i was at work today with a like brand new hire class and everything I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like red bulls in the fridge just <laughs> eyes half open but yeah <clears throat> other than that i'm you know I'm, I'm good um we uh we had a sponsorship for this episode so um so we were uh is it, a, is it academy mortgage is that is that chris's chris's company Wait, what? What's that? What? We haven't. Is he really? I mean, we got angel tickets. <laughs> oh, I was like, I'm like, wait, what? Did we? When you say we, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll discuss this in, in a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay, sick. Yeah. So, yes. um, so thank you, Chris, uh, for those where we got. Um, Dude, I, I would have worn my T-shirt, <laughs> <laughs> but you're wearing the angels jersey, so you know. Um. And yeah, I mean, you know, kind of just getting back into the groove of things for this week, and then, yeah. I think you're still. I think you're still technically riding that good wave. Yeah. 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 It's one of the. I mean, it's, <laughs> the wave's kind of like yeah. a. It's not quite a wave anymore. Yeah. It's like you know when you're just coasting and you're just waiting. You're like, just let me at least get all the way back to the shore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that's where I'm at right now. Uh, how much so, am I gonna have to swim before yeah. I get back? Yeah. Hopefully, I can just kind of sit down at this point. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Cool. I'll go. Um, so I also am very, very, very tired. Although I did get to nap today. So, yeah. but um, like Mike said, so on Saturday we were getting coffee and I figured it'd be like a typical, I thought we we're going to, I thought Saturday would be super low key because how late we were out on yeah. Friday. And so we're getting coffee. It's like 1030 ish. And, uh, Mike's talking to Martin. I forget whose idea it was. But somebody had a good idea to go to LA for lunch. And like my first thing out of my mouth was like, ah, oh, dude, what about like, oh, I can be able to take a nap. <laughs> that was like <laughs> literally my only concern for that. And then it's like, well, it's like, oh, you know, it's being adventurous. Let's get out of the IE. Let's, let's go, let's go somewhere. So it's like, yeah, so let's go eat. And we did that. And like, like Mike said, we didn't get home until like 11 that night. And then I had to be up at four the next day for work. And then yet, so yesterday for me was nonstop. So I, from work, I went straight from work to pick up 
the PA from Joe. Because I let Joe borrow the PA. And oh, that's then, how you ended up recording the the stuff? Well, later. Oh. So I so I, literally straight from work, I went met up with Joe, picked up the PA from Joe. From from there I went to practice for Burner State. Burner State practice, I met up with the family for, for dinner. And then from dinner, I went to meet up with Joe to record the I'm a I do voice work now. I'm a voice <laughs> He's a, I'm a voice uh, you're, yeah, actor. you're officially I'm, a voice actor. Got paid and everything. Um and I'll, so I'll take I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did so I did the voice thing. And then, and then I went home, and we and we watched what's the, what's that show called? It's it's the Lakers show. Lakers show, like the it, show. Is that good? It's good. It's yeah. It's. I, I think it's really good. I've heard, I, I've heard it's great. I just yeah. haven't watched yeah. it. I really like it, because I didn't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't really don't know much about the Laker history. Yeah. You know, and then we're like Googling the coach, like <laughs> what, what happened to this guy? Yeah. 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 It was like, it ends it up kind, with of, a, kind of ended with them kind of, Oh, so you guys watch, watched the whole season well, we, or what's we've, we've watched where it's on it there. They've released five episodes so okay. far. Okay. And so, and it, yeah, so, and so we watched it, watched it yesterday. I have so much to catch up on, but I have this anxiety thing where I don't like watching new shows because then I'm going to be up binge watching it. So I just put on old shows that I've already seen a thousand times and play in the background. (laughs) I guess I kind of do that. The weird show I always go back to is Arrow. That's fair. I don't know if I've been to that out loud before, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the salmon ladder, isn't it? (laughs) That whole show is just ridiculously like, if you're good looking, like it doesn't even, it's like, can you act? It's like, no, like if you're good looking, <laughs> you're, you're on the show. show. Yeah. It's, that show is insane. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, I tired as well. So I'll continue that. But, uh, like he's right, a father of two daughters. Um, but, uh, like, so right now we're kind of waiting on, uh, on an offer for our home. So we're kind of in transition and, um, that, that's been a little bit more than what I was anticipating because I think when, you know, when you, when you move, you kind of forget that there's a little bit more in play than just, Mm -hmm. you know, all it's, so that, that part has been, um, it's been good, but it's been, it's been a little, you know, it's been a little overwhelming with, you just remember all of a sudden the whole stress of, (laughs) yeah, yeah. But uh, I've been fortunate because I have, um, you know, I have like a very flexible wife. Sarah's been great. And, and our kids and have been, you know, but it's, it, it is different, you know, and especially in this kind of the season right now to be transitioning. But other than that, um, you know, it's, it's funny. I know it's, it's been a couple of times that we've tried to make this happen, but I've been looking forward to kind of sitting down with you guys and, you know, you, you guys are doing all right with your interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, Mike, you guys are probably going to have, like, this is going to be like your least watched. You'd be surprised. Nah, show because like, no this is, you know, like they're going to be like, why <clears throat> out of every, why get another family member? Nah. I, I will you say know? this though. Uh, it is very hard to compete with your mom. Yeah. She's yeah. <laughs> For anybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anybody. <laughs> she, I was, yeah. Mom should have been. Mom should have been the closer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely the family. Hey, but you, know, you guys haven't had dad yet, though. You, you bring dad on this. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, too. And you know, and it, what's interesting is that they have interesting stories. Like mm-hmm. they, well, you know, it's been so. Um, but uh, but yeah. So health check is good. It's it's. Uh, I'm on the wave too. And is, still moving. Is uh mm-hmm. so you guys are selling the house that you have currently. Because you moved to a new yeah, yeah. so yeah, so we're uh, at a different church, and so we're um, we're in Beaumont, 
Yeah. The metropolis of Beaumont, which we have loved. <laughs> yeah. You know, I keep telling people, we got in and out there. You know, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a an in and out. There's, there's a, Cornerstone Barbecue. The, the, there's the Raising Canes. Great. Yeah. Raising Canes. Yeah. Um, we've loved it. Like we've been close to Oak Glen. Yeah. And it's been like the kids love. It. We get snow at Beaumont. Like it's snowed. It snowed at Beaumont. Less, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but the commute, it, and it's not even the commute, but it's like with the with the girls uh, starting school, they're it's going to probably be at La Sierra Cat or La Sierra, and so, um, so anyway, we're heading in that direction. All right. Now, do you guys have a a new place lined up already, or are you going to... So, yeah. So, yeah. Right now, what we're going to do is we are going to uh, move with um, in the Chateau de Perez. Ooh. That is with mom, dad for the next, I think, few months. And then it gives us some time to kind of look for something. Well, Mike, when you get kicked out, there's always this spare room yeah. here for you. <laughs> you exactly warning Mike. I'm like, every time, every time I bump heads with mom or dad, I'm like, this is it. <laughs> This is it. This is He's it. like, is that room ready for me yet? Or yeah. so. hey, well, I mean, this is not a bad place to be, man. I mean, no, yeah, I know. I'm good. Um, so with with the new now, how did it's been? How many months since you moved to Corona? So we got there in September. September. So we've been there. What? What's five months? It's October, November, December, January, February. <laughs> it feels like just yesterday <laughs> it feels like just yesterday that you so this is the thing maybe people don't know is yeah. that when we were we were getting we were interviewing and we weren't really telling anybody that we were we were going to corona and so mike i can't remember where we were at mike said hey man you know that corona's looking for a pastor i'm like oh really knowing, knowing that i had interviewed right and so mike's like oh this was at the at the graduation thing that's right that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. and so mike's like uh hey i just want you to know that if Man, if you ever <laughs> came to Corona, I, I would be there once a week. Or, uh, or no, once no, no, a month. no, 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 no. Once a month. Once a month. One, I'm sorry. Once a month. Was it twice a month or was it once a month? It was once a month. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've already failed on apparently like, what, six times now? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and it just put a smile on my face because we, I knew we were in the... We were in the uh, in, you know the interview process yeah. and, and uh, I'm going to need to get that right. And I think that's what it was. In Mike's defense, <laughs> in Mike's defense, it wouldn't just be going to church because yeah, feel like <laughs> they'd rope you into doing yeah work. <laughs> so I went the so we suited up for your first yeah your first and, and and looked and looked dude. and looked very dashy. But, but Mario, let me tell you, both of us struggled yeah. to get into those. I was suits. running that week. Uh, yeah, we we struggled to get into those suits, and then. Um, it was weird because I was walking around. Everybody thought I was Philip because I looked like my uncle. Uh. It's like this whole thing. <clears throat> uh, but then immediately after the first sermon, I start getting these texts and calls, not even from you. Hey, you know, um, Corona, Corona really needs a sound guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, oh, cool. You know, the, that, the people up in the booth, they're, they're very inexperienced. And, um, you know, no, nobody's actually trained in sound. You know, you did go to school for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, cool. Hey, you know, I think that the uh I think they need new microphones. Could you start researching? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> What's going on? So <clears throat> but I'll be there. But but yeah, it, it And yes, I will it, help. It, but, sorry, just, but seeing you guys there that that week was, you know, was uh, we can't we literally came suited up. They suited, suited up. up. They suited up. Yep. Suited up. And it was 
Was it? It was hot that day, wasn't it? It was hot that day. (laughs) We were sweating. Our suits were too tight. The buttons (laughs) were not wanting to button up all the way. Um, But 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 there you were. There we were. There There we were. There we were. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and your family is is awesome. So Mike's Mike's uh, Mike's aunt um, cousins. um, Your youngest cousin actually is like Mike and Mike, an amazing musician like he's he's 10 times better than he's than bar- both of us, of us. <laughs> very talented he's like the he's the musical uh what is it prodigy no yeah you, you guys are he's um <clears throat> he's no he has no business being that good yeah we haven't talked about this but he has no yeah. business being that good. He, has, he has no business being that nathan yeah. <laughs> um i i stumble across youtube videos of like covers that he'll put out and mm-hmm. like he won't say anything he won't tell any of us I subscribed to him just so I would know. Uh-huh. And then it would be like, it like randomly, like there'll be like a song from like, like, uh, what was that Disney movie that he did? The uh, Hercules the, one? Recuerdame. Encanto. Was it not Encanto? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, Coco? You're talking, yeah Coco, Coco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I haven't seen. <clears throat> you're, you're missing out. I don't know. Um, That's, isn't it, I'm sorry. Isn't that like one of the few, like, like Hispanic Disney? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Coco and then Encanto. And I haven't seen Encanto either. They're both. They're both bangers. I know. They're both I, very, good, very I, good, I want yeah. to see very them. Good. I want to see them. Well, I, might, know. I know. Your, 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 your You're gonna would love to see them. I feel, with you. I feel like I think in a weird way I kind of held off on Encanto because like I'm gonna watch that with my nieces because I've seen Frozen with my nieces like yeah, yeah yeah several times because I know you. I'm gonna tell you this with with Coco. You're gonna cry at the end just because it's heartwarming and touching. With mm-hmm. Encanto, you're gonna cry because you're gonna be like. It's like the black sheep of the family thing. <laughs> Wait, what? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, what do you mean? Yeah. Oh, so uh, it's yeah. It's so, the, he, the, so he did an, he did a cover. So he did a cover of one of the songs, and just randomly he comes up on my YouTube. He's like things you might know, and there's like nineteen thousand plays. It's been out for two days, and I was like Nathan, wow. okay. Nathan, Nathan, what is this? He's like, oh yeah, you know just. I, li- I really like that song. He's too. so good. Yeah, it's crazy. He's so good. Okay, well, I, you might need to send me that. I need to yeah, yeah, check that out. I'll send you. I'll send you the YouTube channel. He does cool. Frank Sinatra covers. No, really. Fly me to the moon. You know oh, all this. Yeah, man. yeah, real deal. <clears throat> this is okay. but ten times better than what I just did here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So, but but he's is he's very involved with your. Your yeah, with music. Yeah, he music. Does, yeah, he does. The... He does. Um, so we have like a like a like a praise team, and he does. Um, he's one of our one of our leaders, and you know he's, <laughs> you know, he's he's phenomenal. He's great, really, really great. I don't. I guess maybe someone picked up on this. I don't know if we've mentioned that you're a pastor. Did we even say? Did we say that? I feel like we've said it in all Every... nineteen episodes leading up to this, yeah. but not <laughs> this episode. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So my brother is a pastor and uh, I mean, amongst other things, he's a, he's really good at golf. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there was a brief <laughs> stint in time when Mike and I got into golf. Dude. We haven't golfed since then. We haven't golfed since then. <laughs> and uh, Mario brought us out and was, was coaching us on our swings. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you, you guys are both athletic, so you guys wouldn't have any problem with it. But it's a little different. You wouldn't be it's, able to tell looking it, at these bodies. But what, what happened is, I, is when I started working. Really, that's right? Yeah. 
Something like you, all the fun stop. I stopped hiking. I stopped you started, doing everything. <laughs> you started working and then we both, both of our bands started to get more uh, yeah. serious also at the time. Uh, both yeah. of our like little fun side projects. Yeah, yeah, but then, but why, but why do you have to take that out on golf? Like, why, <laughs> well, does, why does golf have to lose in this situation? Because, you know, you're not very know. good at it. There's that. There's that, yeah. It, it's hard. Golfing's fun, though. It, it is, yeah. But, but it is funny, because I, I, I mean, I do, I do like golf, but, I mean, I didn't really grow up playing golf. Like, it yeah. was always, you know, basketball and, and, and baseball or these other types of sports, because typically, I mean, not... How do I say this? You know, you got we got Tiger, right? But when I grew up, really, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> we're not seeing a whole lot of us. The TV is the contrast on the TV. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you bring this up because it's something I was like talking today. I was just like, dude, I really want to like ask about how you got into <laughs> golf. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, not that it's uncommon, but like, there's not many of our friends. Like I don't, I don't have any memories of many of my high school friends playing golf. Yeah, I remember like people in my high school playing golf that obviously did not look like me at all, <laughs> um, but they they were also like, like they had money, you know, and like yeah. their families golfed, so mm-hmm. they got into golf type thing. I don't remember ever just like, <clears throat> you know, us like little hood kids being <laughs> like, oh, we pick up some. <laughs> like, if anything, it was like, here's a tennis racket. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I I kind of got into it actually really because when I was in high school, um, I had a kind of like our kind of like our youth type of leader type guy was actually at the church that I'm currently at, right? So he was at Corona, and um, he kind of got me into it. And I think the reason why he got me into it is because so his his daughter was 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 my kind of my girlfriend at the time, oh. and so. <laughs> And so he he would we get it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so he would take he would take me out and we would play and um and he would belittle me. No, he was he was um I would do anything <laughs> for love. <laughs> but it's kind of smart because psychologically he beat the shit out of my brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Let me find ways to just uh, uh, yeah. He but but I but I enjoyed it and it was so it was so different from I think what we you know and so. But the hard part was clearly the, the financial thing. And so when I was in high school, we would I would play once in a great while, and then you know you'd play like like at four o'clock when it's like the cheapest to play, and you know. But anyway, but right I, in the sun, it's hot, <laughs> or it's, it's like super hot during the summer. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know who I I don't know why, but I've had like several memories of different people telling me like, dude, yeah, like your brother's always down, but he always picks like, the worst times to go, but it's always the cheapest. <laughs> Like your brother's like always down. Doesn't matter. Like worst time of the day, he's like, let's go then. No, it's I, cheaper. It, it, it's been it's been fun. And, and what's nice now is that now that I'm older, I you know it's difficult to kind of run and do stuff in knees or whatever. But you know I can I can still swing a club, which has been which has been cool. So that that part's been yeah. fun. Um, but yeah, that that was a that was a selling point for me. I think Eric Smith was the first person to like put that in my head because I was like, you golf. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, dude, how much longer are we going to be able to actually do like active sports? The golfing is something you can probably do for forever. I was like, hmm. Yep, it's fun. Enjoyed it. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's it's something, you know, just to, to have, I know you guys talk a lot about, you know, mental health, having, 
you know, something that you can, you can, um, you know, having something that you can decompress in, mm. you know, and so that's one of the things that, you know, when we were kids, or, you know, when our dads always said to us, he's like, hey, you know, you just make sure that you, you're, you know, you're taking some time to, um, and he would always use the word decompress, mm. go, go, go run, go play, go play, go play basketball, go, you know, do, do something that is going to, and, uh, you know, sometimes for in my line of work, um, you know, having just some time to do that is, uh, incredibly helpful, you know, do, do you ever golf with, with people that go to your church? Oh yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's okay. you do the best because when that That's happens, when you see the real side of people. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you see the real, you know, no, I mean, it, 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 it's, it, it's, it's great. Cause you know, you get a chance to, uh, it's you're, I mean, you're outside and you're hanging out and, uh, on Sunday, I actually played with uh, some friends of ours, and I ended up having like an hour conversation with one of the guys that I was playing with after we ended up playing. Now, my wife didn't like that all that much, <laughs> but it was, you know, it's something that it's, you know, you're, um, it's funny because sometimes when I'll golf and I'll be golfing with people and they don't know what I do, and then at some point in time in this round, they'll ask me, hey, so what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm a minister. Well, what? I couldn't understand you. And they're like, well, that was the point. Yeah, you know, I did a, no, no, let me drop all those F-bombs in front of you. I'm a man, you know? I'm a man of the Lord. <laughs> no, and, uh, but, but, I, but I've always enjoyed that because, you know, you, you don't, you know, man, I, doing ministry isn't um, make an individual any different from anybody right. else. You know, right. I think sometimes there's that association that, oh, well, you know, this guy's doing that. So obviously you have to A, B or C or whatever it may be. But, you know, we're, man, we all in the same boat, you know? And yeah. so, um, but having, you know, having these different relationships that I've had since high school, like, I love the fact that you guys, I mean, you know, go to high school together, but mm. you've known each other for years. You have these friendships. And, right. and so, um, you know, I, I have those as well. And those have been, have been very cool. And a lot of those guys do golf. So it's been, you know, we yeah. get to do old stuff together. So, so I do kind of, kind of changing course a little bit, but I, well, first you are right about golf and decompressing because whenever I play golf, I can't focus on anything else right, other man. than trying to, <laughs> other than trying to hit that ball that's in front of me. It's so frustrating, but it's also fun for that mental break. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but having that, I think having a mental break yeah. is. We would go to the driving range and we wouldn't talk for like, like an hour. We're just. <laughs> and then like then we take a break for five minutes like talking and they go back just like an hour just, no, just nothing but um so kind of kind of shifting gears a little bit um i totally just blanked on on where i was going i went back to golf again <laughs> um when you yeah, I totally lost my train of thought. Huh. Did we want to go back? Because I, I had I had the the stuff that I kind of wanted to talk to him about more of like what his job entails as far as like the the uh, like the mental health side of it. Yeah, that's, that's Is that what, where I was going with it. Yeah. Okay, so one of the things that I was excited to get you on here to talk about is just the fact that you know for. I don't know. I would imagine for most people when they hear pastor, they imagine, oh, it's someone who has to, you know, he's up there giving sermons every weekend. Right. And that, and I don't know what else people would think of that, but you know, being, you know, our dad's a pastor and my brother's a pastor. So seeing it my whole life, you know, they get at every, like at odd 
it doesn't matter when when it could be in the middle of the night, whatever. Like you you guys get some pretty heavy phone calls. And the difference, like I was on the way here, we were talking about this was, you know, for myself, you know, I've had people share some pretty, pretty, uh, you know, pretty heavy things with me, you know, and, and, you know, we've, I've had to go to like a, a funeral before, but, you know, for my brother, it's not like he just, you know, people will reach out to him, but he's also had to be there like in hospitals with families, mm-hmm. you know, when there's been an accident, if someone's fighting for their life, you've been there when people have passed away, you've been there to have to speak at funerals. You've had to do like the heavy stuff. And so I guess for me, one of the things is like, you know, I know you kind of just mentioned golf is a good way for you to kind of get away and probably something for you to clear your mind from that. But I guess I don't know how to, I don't know how to frame this well, but you know, what, what goes through your head, I guess, or what do you what do you do to kind of prepare yourself when you hear something like, um, like I, let's just go recently because you said recently you had a pretty tough one, so like what's something that like goes through your mind when you're having to be involved in something just super difficult like uh, the situation you were in was it last weekend or this or this yeah this? Yeah. Uh, yeah we had a we had a 21 year old uh, passed away. And, um, yeah, no, I mean, I think the thing that those, those situations, um, are difficult, you know, the thing that has been really neat if I can, I'm going to get into it, that I've really, um, have noticed is that what you guys have been doing in terms of, you know, the importance of bringing up mental health and bringing up, it's been neat because it is something that we clearly see today that needs to be talked about, needs Mm. to be discussed. Um, and, in in my realm of, or, you know, kind of the. What, what's been, I think the thing that I've um, kind of learned is you mentioned hospitals or visitations or all of these difficult things in ministry that come as part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think about uh, t- 2009, um, right, kind of right after I think you guys finished high school, <laughs> I did a, um, a chaplaincy program. And so in this chaplaincy program, it was like, a, it was like 16 weeks and I was at a hospital. And so they had us kind of going into these different rooms and kind of meeting patients. And we, they'd only call a chaplain when stuff was go, like kind of going south, mm. right? So we kind of go into these rooms and we were hit with all sorts of things. And then afterwards, we would kind of talk to the supervisor. And the supervisor would tell us, okay, hey, well, what did you say? How did you say it? And one of the things that I was discovering is that in those situations, I was doing everything I could to get out of the room. You were just trying to get. I was like clear of I, it. Yeah, I was just. I was. I was overwhelmed. I just. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to. And so uh, I remember they would make us do these things like a verbatim, and so we would write down, you know, uh, okay, what did you say? What did they say? What did you say? What did they say? So I had this verbatim, and so I remember one of the first verbatims I turned in was um, there was a mother who had passed away. Were there with the family, and I went in there, and, and in my mind, I thought, oh, you know, I had done what I was supposed to do. And so the supervisor looks at it and he kind of went through it and he says, and I never, he said, so you, you asked if you could pray for them right there. You said, you know, and the thing, I said, yeah. He said, why did you do that? And so I said, well, because I mean, I thought it was yeah. a, a thing to do. Yeah. And he said, no, he's like, you, you did that because you wanted to get out of the room. He's like, you, you were trying to pray so you could leave. Uh-huh. And it, 
And it was one of the first times that like, it just kind of hit me that, um, like in that situation, I didn't want to be there because I didn't know what to say. I felt inadequate. I felt like what, and as this, you know, my time went on, the thing that I took out of the whole experience, my time there at the, the Jabson program was that, um, you, you know, you gotta go, you, you, you gotta go in there with your own skin. You know, we have a father who's in ministry, but like, I'm, I'm never going to be my dad. You're not going to be your dad. Yeah, yeah I'm absolutely. not going to be my dad. And so you go into these places um, and you got to go in there with your own armor, you know. And the biggest thing I've learned is just, you know, the importance of just being present. Like mm-hmm. not, you know, when you're talking to someone, you're not thinking about, well, what do I have to say next? Mm-hmm. Rather than just kind of listening. And, which, is, um, which is kind of hard to do, yeah. especially in the beginning. You know? Oh, man, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there'd be times when I'd be talking to someone and I'd hear something and um, I wouldn't know what to say, yeah. you know, and to try to say something that is, um, I don't know, kind of like cliche or something. That's not, I don't think that's in kind of going back to what my, you know, our, our supervisor was, he was kind of our guru, uh, you know, I, and I was ducking, we'd have to do these, these one-on-ones with him and I was ducking him. <laughs> He's like, I, would too. I He's was like, ducking him because he would, did you say, how yeah. about them Lakers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why? Why are you talking about <laughs> yeah. burritos? Yeah, why yeah. did you bring listen, that up in your? Th- but he, I was ducking it because he. We would do these verbatims, and I'm in this class, and we're all of different faiths and different in this Chapman's class. Mm-hmm. But I was the youngest one in this class at this time, so I was like, I don't know, like in my early 30s, okay. and everybody else was kind of well. They're all, you know, and um, and he would meet with all of us to kind of break. I was ducking him, and yeah. he knew I was ducking him, and so he said, Hey, um, how about we go get Hawaiian barbecue? Ooh, Ooh dirty. Yeah, dirty. A, you're not going to say no. <laughs> sweep the leg, Johnny. Always <laughs> <laughs> sweep the leg. And so when I went with him and we sat down and we had we were talking and he said something to me, he goes, man, he's like, look, the reason why, he's like, you probably pick up that I kind of jump on you a little bit more because of, he said, because the reason I do that is because when you talk, he's like, I hear myself mm. when I was your age. And he's like, he's like, I think there's some things that you, where you're at, right? I don't even know if you guys want to get in, but that, you know, he's like, he's like, you have to be, you have to be yourself. Right. Because if you're trying to be someone else, if you're, if you're trying to say the right thing, or if you're trying to present the right facade, or if he's like, that's not going to work. Right. He's like, that's, that's, you're, you're going to. That's not you. That's not who you are. And he said something. He said, you know, he's like, and you are good enough. And, and, and it, I mean, it, like, it, it hits different when there's Hawaiian barbecue in front of you. It really does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It does hit different. But, but I think the thing that I took from that whole experience, I think for me, that was the start of, um, you know, this idea of in these moments that are difficult to, you know, you, you don't have to say the perfect word. You don't right. have to. You know, you just, you just, you want to, you want to just authentically be there for people, you know, and say, sometimes I've just been like, I am so sorry that that really sucks. And, and I'm that's like, yeah, it's valid. Mm-hmm. It's fair. So, um, yeah. So that kind of, that kind of like sparks a question then, you know, when you, because you are coming from a family where your, your father was a minister. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, when you're going through in your, you're going through your life, you're going through different schools and places. And then, you know, 
was was there like this did you feel like your dad was like a mold that you had to fit in or were there other pastors that you looked up to that you felt like i have to be like this person or i have to act this way mm. or was it or like, like i like his yeah, style yeah i like his style i should do that because i like for me i know like throughout the years i've been like oh i like like the way he does this and i like kind of like be, you know being the new kid every year i'm like oh i gotta yeah mold and shake mm. and move and kind of adapt to whatever yeah um <clears throat> how much of that played like a like, cause you just said like when you were, that's when you kind of became more of yourself than anything else. Yeah. So what was that like? Well, well actually that was a struggle because I think <clears throat> when I was in high school, college, I didn't, you know, I didn't think I was going to head into ministry. Like I wasn't kind of what was really on the radar. I was, you know, kind of getting into college more thinking maybe more, uh, th I didn't thought about PT or, you know, maybe business and then education. And then when, when, you know, I kind of went away for a year went to, uh, was in Spain for a year, came back, had some experiences there, but came back. And through these experiences out there, having an opportunity to, because um, I was at, we were at a school and I was one of the, I mean, I was one of, of, of many that spoke Spanish, but we were at this high school and I was um, kind of not, kind of one of the chaplains. And the reason why I was one of the chaplains is because they gave you a, like kind of a little bit of a stipend to go pay. For, and then I'd use that stipend to go get food. So you had a bigger per diem. I, yeah, I had a, you know, a little more motivation. That's, to, that's fair. And the, I, the thing that I found through that experience though, is that it was really neat to have, I had some great conversations with some of these high school guys that were kind of going through stuff. And, and um, what I, kind of started to discover was that, um, you know, being able to, uh, you know, kind of have that relational dynamic with these guys kind of started to, and, you know, and not so much just what I found is that people would come and talk. Hey, do you have yeah. a second? Um, hey, can I run something about Whatever it may be. Yeah. And so anyway, kind of came back, went into ministry, thinking about going into ministry, but I struggled because again, I wasn't my father, you know, right. I got that. That's not, you know, right. his personality is a little bit different from Mike's and I, where I think, you know, you know, my, my, Mike's personality is more, I think more dads. I think I'm a little bit more mom, but, um, I knew that I was never going to be, that was never going to be. And so I, I, so for me early on, I thought, well, can I do ministry? Because that's not me. Yeah. You know? And so, um, but, um, yeah, no, I had, I had some, I had some, I have, I've had some great mentors, um, that again, you know, kind of encouraged me to continue kind of, you know, walking in your own, with your own armor, like you, yeah. you know, so I don't know if that kind of answers the question, but, mm. um, yeah, I mean, there, there's, there, there are some, I think some individuals that have been very, very instrumental in, in my, in my, in my walk, but, uh, going into ministry, you know, for almost 20 years, I did youth and young adult ministry. Yeah. And that was something that, also really kind of grew me because when you hang out with high school students and you guys know this, like um, if you're not yourself, they can smell that. Yeah. Yeah. Like they can totally mm -hmm. smell that. Like they, you, you, you cannot be one way and then be another way late. Like it's just, it doesn't. And so I think all of those experiences, they just kind of, you know, um, have continued to find this, you know, this, you know, cause we, I think we continue to grow into who we are. Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I will say that like, you know, in your in your in your younger days, quote unquote, um, I you know I we talked a couple episodes back with with our buddy Joey, um, who was a kid that grew up going to shows at the Vine, right, and just uh, like 
I don't think anybody ever relayed to you or we never really told you like how much that meant to, to all of us, basically like having a place to be able to play mm-hmm. and having and like you even let it like me and Mike Miller and Austin practice there, yeah. you know, and then Mike was like, you guys all play baseball. So it was probably to keep <laughs> you guys out of trouble. Type thing. <laughs> and I was like, now that I think about it, that's fair, uh, you know, <laughs> um, uh, for, but, uh, for someone kind of new to w- what's happening here. So like several years ago now, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, my my brother would let us basically run shows out of the youth room at the church he was at at the time, which was here, which was in Riverside, and like a lot, a lot we we threw a lot of shows there. We had a lot of bands come through. We had touring bands come through. We had a lot of really good shows there. Yeah, really, really. Good. Uh, the Unafraid to Burn music video was shot in the gym. Yeah, at that church. Yeah, full on boom arms and mm-hmm. everything. Um, it it, it really did. It was very, it was helpful for us because I remember it was, you know, for one, it was us having to book these shows, make sure it ran well. Uh, it was like the first time that we had to be like responsible and like policing people. Like, yeah, you know, like, yo, this is a church. Like don't smoke, you know, like, yeah. Or like go, you know, out, go out and go down the alley and out of the parking uh, lot. My goodness, dude, we had, oh, I remember I spent like an hour and a half, like after the show, it's like late. I spent an hour and a half just walking out picking up cigarette butts. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. and I know these are my friends. Like, I, <laughs> like I'm like, yeah, uh. anyway, but yeah, it was, it, so it was, it was, uh, so that was, that was something that's cool. A lot of, a lot of friendships that stem from that. It's talk, like it, again, talking, talking to Joey about it. Like I didn't realize yeah. it's cool to hear someone talk about their experience from that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Cause it, it became, I think, I think that, the vine became so much bigger than anybody ever thought that it would, you know, like everybody oh, at first it was just like, Oh, there, there's a, a room that we can play shows mm-hmm. in, you know? And then like, I mean, that's, that's where even some, to this day, some of my closest friendships were like there, like, them, formed there, yeah. like, you know, there in showcase. I was, I was getting yeah. a haircut. I'm sorry. With, uh, with, uh, with, with Jake. Jake. Yeah. And he was like, I can't remember who he was talking to, but someone came in and he's like, no nah, man, he's like, He's like, I've known this guy forever. He's, we used to play shows at at his church. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and you know, and when we were doing them, I remember it's been cool though. I've worked with some really cool people, because let me tell you, like sometimes like that could be in, difficult for some um, individuals to do, kind of what we were doing there. But yeah, we um, we had people that were like, man, man, we gotta make our young people a priority. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, you know. <laughs> You know, whether it were cigarettes outside, it didn't matter because you, know, you guys were, it was just neat to to have just a space where you guys could come play. And, yeah. You know, I was like, I remember one time I asked Mike, I was like, hey, Mike, did, does, you know, someone so have a, have a shirt on that he can, a shirt that he can put on? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you're laughing. Mike is like, he's like, yo, man, I don't even think he came with a shirt. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was Matt from the greenery. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. And he probably didn't show up in a shirt. 100%. I jumped straight out of the band with no shirt. 100% no shirt. But, um, you know, it's, it's the thing about this now. I remember, like, we were still doing shows there. A Palm Beauty Rest. We, were, we did a tour with the Palm Beauty Rest. Yeah. And that show came through the vine. Mm-hmm. And I remember for them, they were kind of like, I could tell they were a little like, why are you playing at a church? Yeah. I'm like, trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. This is, it's going to go, pop off. It's going to go off. And it did. Yeah. And they were, they were like, I remember them being like blown away. They're like, dude, that was so much fun. That's crazy. Cause it's not a big room. Yeah. And it was yeah. packed. 
like we'd yeah. pack out this little i'm sure we broke all kinds of code. <laughs> yeah there's so many code violations yeah uh, but it was oh man it's cool it, it it really did it, it i really feel like that did a lot for like the whole riverside team which is kind of crazy to think teaching them how to like be like we'd have to we'd have backline yep we'd backline mm-hmm. you know we'd make sure like guys were quick about getting in and out mm-hmm. you know um you know being respectful to the place and yeah it's cool <laughs> it's, it's 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 such a wild time and the, the fact that you were so instrumental in all that like is you know you 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 probably single-handedly saved a lot of Riverside hardcore. Dude, for reals. <laughs> like not even like with if I really think about it, like because at the time there were no there was nowhere else in Riverside that was doing or even allowing mm-hmm. people to put shows on. Like I think years later they had shows at the other church down the street, the ship, mm-hmm. um in their gym and that only lasted so long. Yeah. I, we 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 played a show there and somebody got thrown through a window and after that for the creative <laughs> well, dude, way the, record then like yeah. the passion get punched or something like sucker punched or something crazy so. my my bad yeah, that wouldn't have happened as well. <laughs> it wouldn't have happened if it was if it was the bomb. but but you know but even in those shows we that, it wasn't about like you know we we I, we would just kind of welcome everybody being here but then that was that was it because we just mm-hmm. i mean i think sometimes just kind of being in a space like that is uncomfortable for people we want we wanted you know everyone to feel comfortable mm. um, coming you know, to, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, do a church. It was, yeah, a little different, but, but it was, yeah, those are definitely some, uh, some good memories yeah. <laughs> in, in that. So, uh, I, I guess I have some, some questions going to also something very interesting, but kind of going off of what, uh, like Mike's question about like styles and, and then find your way and trying not to fit the mold of dad something that's kind of interesting and it didn't hit me until mom's uh mom's retirement party was so growing up neither we were never pushed to do like ministry like i don't think dad ever had a talk with like hey you know if you go to this school and you go to do this you can become a pastor i've never had that talk with my dad i doubt you i doubt you ever did like and we never had that like really pushed on us you know and the same thing with social work my mom never was like you know this is the steps you need to take to do social work. And it's just funny. Like it, it hit me at mom's retirement party. And it's like, Oh shoot, you went into ministry. Mm-hmm. Like dad, I went into social work. Like mom, <laughs> like it's, I know this is going to make me sound really stupid, but like it really didn't cross my mind up until like this point. Cause I was already like, I was already at last year. I was already like doing like on my way to do social work. It's just in my mind. I thought my mom's, what my mom did was different than what I was going to do. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh shit. It's like the same. Oh, weird. We did like, we literally did what mom and dad do. Dude. I have a really weird story about that. Um, I, you know, after 2010 at Warped Tour, I came home and I was like, Hey, I need a real job. Right. I start working at Loma Linda as just a, an electronic document specialist, which is scanning paperwork right i like the title yeah electronic, <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds professional so so i and then every time i would try to leave loma linda they would offer me oh, no well here's another position right here's another position here's another position. so and then i would get like these promotions and raises and then one day like out of the blue right like i'm talking to my dad and it clicks that i'm doing the exact same thing that he's yeah, doing he's good. 
like I eventually my job just evolved into like now we're talking like ICD 10 coding and we're talking <laughs> billing and we're talking like we're like he's like oh you know <laughs> he would tell, like he would be like yeah I'm just stressing out because we're trying to get you know all the all the um medical billables out and I'm like oh yeah because you know you got to meet this 90 day and I'm like oh, <laughs> and oh we God. both the the moment it happened both of us were like whoa and we both started laughing and was, dude that's all, i don't know was, that's awesome so but now now i've shifted out of that a, a little i'm still in healthcare but not doing the billing stuff yeah. but it was like there was just a definite moment of like whoa this just happened <laughs> that's awesome so that's awesome so the, so i i have i have more questions this this is my opportunity my brother and i are pretty open we talk about a lot of stuff but i've never been able to ask this this thing and this is something that has had a big impact on me and I've always been curious because I don't think I've ever asked you in detail like dude why this um was it the pepperoni under the cheese <laughs> <laughs> that's just a pro tip man <laughs> and you, you know. <laughs> we had was it the the multiple cups in your locker for all the different fast food places because I learned that from him <laughs> but um so okay so one of the things so for any Anyone who doesn't really know me, the fact that I did touring is probably crazy. Like to my to my family and people who know me, like they they understand the band thing. You know, I got into that when I was pretty young. Cool, I play shows. I think the traveling aspect of it was probably pretty. It's crazy to me when I'm now that I'm like back in like my life, and I'm not and like like the thought You're of not touring gone all the time. Yeah, I'm just like mm, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, why would I do that? Um, but anyway, so one of the things that got me was, and I don't know. I guess my question is like what where did you get the freaking balls to like leave to do things because you know at the time I don't I don't know who I don't know if you had someone that you saw like you know like for instance for college my brother went away for college you know he went he went up north so he left he left home and I remember thinking like damn it's crazy like he could have had he 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 went to play basketball but he could have easily played basketball here here yeah. And I, I remember him like leaving for that. And I remember thinking like, dang, that's like, that's crazy. I don't know if I could do that. And then he went to Spain for a year. Like he took you in, when did you leave? Like your junior year? Sophomore year? College? Yeah. Junior year. Junior college. And I'm like, and I remember hearing about that. And I'm like, wait, you're going to go to Spain? Like you don't even speak Spanish that well. Like Barcelona. Yeah, <laughs> and I it, like it blew my mind, and I'm just like, wait, what? Like, like, wh- where do you what? Where did you get? Where did you get that like idea and the courage to even do that? Like to go leave for a year, go to school, and then ministry. <laughs> another weird thing for me, like nothing against my brother, but like in my <laughs> mind, I thought he'd do like sports medicine, right, or something like that. Yeah, and then he was like going to ministry. I'm like. It's a tough gig, dude. Like, <laughs> like he's like, so I had this little brother. Yeah. I just had to get away. I had to get, dude. So, so I guess like, I guess I want, I guess for me, I want to know like what, like, have you always had a desire to want to like, just like, like just did you know you were going to leave to go somewhere else for college or did you have a desire to like, just want to be gone? No. No, I, you know, it's it's just it's kind of funny to have these conversations with you in this setting because we always have conversations, but it's mm-hmm. a little bit different. Now. Yeah. No, I I think I went to school. Um, I mean, I think I was going to stay home, and then the last couple 
weeks, I think, before school started. Um, you know, we, I went, and I, I think, I think, I think, mom and you know, I think mom and dad had uh, were, in, they were encouraging, but they were never like you need to do this. Mm. They were always like, hey, we're gonna whatever you decide, we'll go back. Yeah, we're gonna back you. And, and I mean, I w- would say they did that with all of the times that you'd go, because every time Mikey would go for, for tour, I mean, it it. We, we didn't want you to go because we would always be doing stuff as a family or, you know, it was just, but, um, but they were, they were never like, don't do this. They right. were always kind of like, Hey, listen, we're, you know, we're, we're praying for you, whatever you yeah, decide we to do. do this. We can't stop you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to support. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, no, I, I just, I remember, yeah, I mean, I, it's not that I was trying to, you know, kind of get out of get out of home or do anything like that. But I just I remember going to P. I can't really remember why I went to PUC, but when I went there, it was um, it was just a great experience. You know, when I went to Spain, and I'm, you're probably looking for a real spiritual answer with or, but so I had I had I had really one high school college girlfriend, and I remember we had started dating. She'd come up, she said, hey, "I got great news." I'm like, "What's that?" She's like, "I'm going to Spain for the year." I'm like, "Oh, it's that great news?" Yeah, and she's like, "You should come." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of cool. That, yeah, that is that's rad. You know, but 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 every I look at these different times that we you know whether it's PUC or you know even Spain, like there was there was um, I mean there was some really great lessons that were learned. That as I look back now, really kind of impacted and, and kind of, um, you know, kind of shifted uh, that stuff. But I think anytime you step out and, it, you know, whether it's change, it's hard. Like, it's hard to do that, you know. But when you do that, I think there's always going to be, you know, kind of growth on the other side. And so um, it, it's interesting because, again, youth ministry, you always have these students that are now in situations where they get into senior year, like with you guys. Like, youth ministry is the best, the worst our graduations because you don't want to see these these students that you've been you know to see them graduate like mm-hmm. you don't want to see that but when but when they and then you have these conversations and they're trying to figure out where they're going to go and there's this 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 unknown whether it's fear or whatever um but when they step out to have these same conversations with them a year later you you see how much the growth they've had or how these experiences, even though they're scary, how they've, um, you know, how they've impacted them or kind of changed them. And, and so, you know, I, 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 that happened to me. And so when I was able to have these other conversations with these, you know, other students, I'd be like, Hey, look, it's scary, but you know, it's, it's, you know, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna do well. Like you're going to succeed. It's going to be, it can be hard, but you know, and so anyway, I, that, that was something that uh, was 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 my experience. You know, every time that we kind of left, it was you know there was some difficulties, some challenges there. But the looking back now, there was a lot of growth. So yeah, because yeah, because because for, for me, like that was that was big for me because I remember, and I don't think I've, I don't know if I've ever really voiced this out loud, but like I never, I didn't want to tour. I didn't want to like like I like the idea of going to play places. But like the idea of being gone for like when I started to realize like oh my gosh we're gonna be gone for like a month like two months like like that was like crazy me and I I did I remember thinking I didn't want to do that but then I also like I put myself in your spot I was like you went to a different country for like a year yeah and so in my mind I was like I can do the United States for a month yeah. <laughs> like that was literally <clears throat> my thinking like I'm not going somewhere 
that foreign to me. I'm going to go to a new place, yeah. but it's not like I can, it's not like I don't speak the language. And I would literally have to tell myself that the first couple of years of my touring. And I think um, what's interesting too is that maybe a lot of people may not know this, but Mike is that, you know, he's a, he's like a homebody, you know, he's, he's yeah. into his routine and you know, it's, it's, you know, Mikey can be home and just, you know, yeah. so when you started touring, I mean, it was, it, it was, it was, but you know, though, it, it's, I think what's kind of cool though, we knew how much passion you had in that mm. for you to do that, you know, because again, your personality had always been like, you know, you'd be at home, you'd be fine at home. Like being home. I feel, I feel like there's a, there's a part of Mike that is very much like Riverside born and raised. I'm going to die in Riverside. And that's it. <laughs> right. Like, and then there's this other, like, like part of Mike that was, you know, before touring, like untapped of like, Oh, there's a whole world out there to like, yeah. explore and see, you know, and definitely leaving your comfort zone to do that is yeah. huge. Like to me, like I'm kind of the opposite. Like I've, I've been so used to just being gone all the time that like this house, even this house still weirds me out. Man. Like there's still t some times where I'm like, like this weekend was a prime example. I was like, I don't want to be home because I'm so used to just being gone. Yeah. Oh, was you? You're the one that's like, let's get the IE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I get, <laughs> it's my fault. I get antsy. I like, and I, when I'm, like, this is at Loma Linda right now. Yeah. It's the longest I've ever been in one place. How long you been there? 11 years. Wow. Mikey, wow. 11 years. And I remember first getting, first, I, I remember first getting hired at Loma Linda and telling you, and you're like, you're at the Mecca. <laughs> The direction we pray. <laughs> How did you end up there? I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's happened. That's awesome. Um, eleven years. Wow. Yeah. So I'm I'm on eleven years, and it's like I've lived now in this area just because I like to make things easy on myself. So my commute is like super short. So I've lived in like every apartment complex around here. And so finally, <laughs> like I ended up finding this place. Yeah. But then I still get those moments where I'm antsy, where I'm like, I, yeah. I can't be. I, you know, like obviously this house is set up to like me and I'm still like, mm, I don't want to be here. But you, you know, you yeah. step, you step out. I think you step out and then you're able to look back and you see growth. Like I, I did a, I did a chapel at last year. This, this is where we all went to high school. And in this chapel, like I went into the bathroom there at the Academy and it's completely different. Like it's super nice. Like it, it doesn't I'm, have the weird. No, no. Like, like it's like a, like a, 70s horror film yeah that's like started. saw yeah 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 no it, it yeah they were bad it was yeah. bad when we were there and so anyway so i went there and saw the bathroom was so impressed with it when i started doing the chapel visit the high school students i was like you know it's crazy to be here to see i mean the, the, the school looks good i'm like the bathroom is ridiculous i'm like yeah. my brother when he was to school here <laughs> he wouldn't poop here <laughs> Like he would My call said this at a chapel <laughs> for high schoolers. I was like, he would call my dad to have him come. He'd pick him up. He'd take him home so he could poop. You I'm know? like, I'm like, this bathroom is so nice. He'd poop here. <laughs> he'd poop here I, I, the only time I ever started, started pooping at La Sierra was when I started working for Wally crew and I had access to that Wally crew bathroom. Cause it was a nice oh, bathroom. Yeah, no. No. Well, I mean, it was clean all the time. It was clean all the time, but it was secluded and private. You would just go back into the shop, and while everybody else was gone, like, I mean, the, the sink was greasy because we all wash our hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the orange, yeah. like, you yeah, know, yeah, soap, yeah. whatever. But the toilet was clean, yeah. and it was like a little closet room that you go in, and it was, we just knew yeah. that, like, 
nobody else would be in the shop because everybody would be working. So you yeah. just go sneak back there and use the restroom. <laughs> but but you know you talk about chainsaw. I mean like so Mike, you know he would get he would call to get picked up to go to the restroom to go home to, to take be yeah. taken home to go go home. And now or sometimes I would just straight leave. <laughs> I would just leave school. And and but see now I mean but then when he was on tour he would. It's funny because we just recently had this discussion. Oh, discussion? Yeah, oh, dude. He like, I mean, it, he. It's amazing some of the places that you know he. As long as I don't visibly see shit on the <laughs> on the toilet. Yeah, yeah. I don't care, dude. <laughs> I I'm I'm even gotten to the point where like, if there's no door, it's embarrassing. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I just shoot the person. I just have it already in my mind. If the door opens, I'm gonna shoot the guy. <laughs> Just shoot him one of those. Whatever. It's, yeah. Not weird for me. If it's weird for you, it's on you. <laughs> the yeah, definitely like the the hot the hot warp tour porta potties. Mm -hmm. Just that's what did it. Yeah, that's what did it. Yeah. Like you, that's where it's just like I have. There's no more shame anymore. Mm -hmm. There's no more like yeah. I'm not grossed out by anything anymore. But I mean, but that's where I saw growth with Mikey. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Mikey, you're mature, man. He's, he's like, he's like. <laughs> He's like, dude, like, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry, but say it at chapel. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, what? Like, what happened? <laughs> I was like, that's the story you said to tell. <laughs> Thank, uh, thankfully, when, I don't coach there anymore. When, when I finish a story, one of the guys is in the front row. He goes, yeah, they are nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so uh, we do have, I do have one question to read, which is, which would actually kind of help to ask you as well, because I think it kind of applies to you, but mm -hmm. so the, this is from Renee and it's uh it's very long winded. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read this whole thing okay. because I, I want you guys all to see what we deal with when we get questions from Renee. So it says, which <clears throat> thank you, Renee, you give good questions. So it says, I'm back. Did you miss me? Question mark. Mike will understand this. I mean, Mike Perez, that is. Gee, what are the odds that you're both named Mike? <clears throat> uh, and we'll skip that part because it's about work. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. So it says, anyway, I was just able to get caught up in your podcast today, so I apologize for missing my weekly questions. Here's the next one. Mike Perez, I was talking to you when we went to lunch about watching the podcast of y'all talking about Spider-Man and Batman and kind of chuckling to myself about these punk and hardcore guys being closet nerds emoji with the glasses. <laughs> this brought to mind the picture that people who don't know most likely have in their minds of who both of you are because of what you do singing in hardcore and punk bands. <clears throat> and then it says, this program is telling me my message is too long, so I'm going to go into the next <laughs> message. It says, this sort of thing may be uh, especially relevant to Mike, me, mm -hmm. because Torture Culture's music is much more angry. That's fair. Fair. Uh, and then she said, we need to come up with a method for this, Mike 1 and Mike 2, kind of like Thing 1 and Thing 2, you know? Laughing face. I thought we'd eventually go by our <laughs> last names, but yeah. I think neither of us want to give up Mike. <laughs> Uh, I'm cracking myself up here. <clears throat> Sorry, back to the question. This happens not only with people in the hardcore scene, but with other professions as well. Example being a lawyer or a pastor or a mortician. I had to throw that last one in there in parentheses. <clears throat> and finally, now the question. How do you think people can help break their assumptions about who a person is if they have no ability to get to know a person one-on-one? -on -one? Ooh, what a, I like this question. It says, okay, these are my side notes so you understand more of what I mean. Um, I know Mike personally, and I know that you are a nerd, and I know the type of person you are, but most people don't get to see that side of you. So what is to be done to help with this? 
Is it on the person who is assuming or the person who is being assumed about to make sure people don't get the wrong impression? Impression. And yes, I'm also thinking about biases and prejudices in the in this question, in case you're wondering. Okay, gentlemen, good luck in putting my ramblings into a question <laughs> that your listeners can understand. I do apologize for making it so difficult for you. Dude, I um, like that question. Yeah, and I really like that for, yeah. for my brother being a pastor. So, okay, so just one of the things that is, I've gotten this pretty much since the moment he went into like ministry stuff is, you know, especially if someone like, not that I'm a bad kid or whatever, but like people would be like, Oh, so is what is that? Did that change? Was that hard for you to have to deal with? Like when your brother, like it was almost like they were explaining it, like my brother, like joined another team or something, yeah. or like now, I don't know. Like now your brother is this cult leader, <laughs> <laughs> like completely disassociated <laughs> with the family. Yeah, but but um, but like uh, it's funny because sometimes people ask me and and they ask it almost, and I get I I get this I get the feeling of what they're saying. I think it's just like. They're like, oh, like, was that hard? Like, almost like, did you lose your brother? Like, cause you, now you can't, you can't probably talk to him the way you used to. And now like, and then further into like more getting more to recent or like my time in touring and the craziness. And it's like, you know, is it, is it hard not being able to talk to your brother? And I was just like, dude, my brother, first <laughs> off, I've, he, I knew him before he was a pastor. <laughs> so, so that's one, <laughs> one. And, uh, and I was like, he's still my brother. I was like, you know, whether like I think pretty I mean we've never had that discussion but early on I just I'm like I'm gonna just talk to him like I, I yeah. talk to him I'm gonna, nothing really changed yeah like you know obviously there's things that we you try to you know keep my parents from and we drop we drop less f-bombs around here you know yeah. like <laughs> I don't I, don't, I, don't think. I still do uh, but I just don't want to run laps uh, so <laughs> but I don't know so like um and so for, so like, you know, and I've, I've had, there's been times when like, we've had, uh, you know, like friends coming over and they're like, they're like, oh, dude, shut, you know, I got to be careful what I said. I was like, dude, first off, my brother doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he, he doesn't get, he's happy you're here. Like yeah. he's, we're, he's happy you can watch the game, you know, or like he's happy we're going to go see a movie or whatever watch it is. Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, he doesn't care. You talk like, yeah. you know, and so I think. Like, so I don't want to answer this for my brother, but just some things in case you don't touch on them. Like my brother and I, we like to watch sports together. He, you know, he's, you know, he's a pastor. Um, we watch pretty much any comic book movie that comes out. Yep. Um, and, uh, I don't know, I guess, I guess, I guess we'll pass this on while I think, of, cause I'm trying to think of like things that people would assume like about a minute, like a pastor. And then I guess the dispelling of those. Yeah. So I guess I'll pass it on to you guys. Uh, well, I think of these things. <laughs> it's uh, so I guess I'll, I'll just touch on really quick, like what she said about the whole torture culture thing. Um, it's it's it, you're right, because if people only know me from that band and only know me like lyrically on that, like they're probably think like this dude's pissed and like everything's <laughs> aggressive. But like there's there's also a lot of like. Like, I think I've said it before, like I, when I went into this project, I was like, I want like, like with me and the dudes that are in this band, like we just wanted to make something that was like aggressive, mm -hmm. you know, and heavy. Um, but which I know that like nobody's had a chance to really like hear the rest of the songs on the EP just yet. Cause I'm a slacker. <laughs> um, but if you look into it lyrically, like, yeah, it's, it's pissed and it's angry, but there's like like I just do this thing where it's like a storytelling mode, 
you know, like there's like a, um, <clears throat> you know, caged the, I guess the two songs are out there caged and burn caged is from a perspective of like, you know, um, basically like we were, we were watching MMA fights and then the idea was just like, <clears throat> let's it's, I guess the whole record is almost theatrical in a way. Like let's find ways to be angry, but like still express, you know, something that's, that's, um, happening in life. Right. So the, like the metaphor behind cage was just like, you know, yeah, I'm like, I'm in this, this is my life. This is what I do. But, you know, at the same time, like this isn't, me this isn't, this isn't everything that i do like is mm -hmm. it like you know i'll never be caged like i'm not just going to be held into this you know mm -hmm. just these this octagon right mm -hmm. um and then like there with with burn um it's angry but it's angry for a reason because it's about how we basically got fucked over with with this ep that's not even out yet right <laughs> so like it, it like we it was just like this rough situation we were just so so pissed about the scenario and what had happened that i was just like okay like let's let's talk about it you know because this that was one of the last songs that i didn't have anything written for um and then there's other like there's other songs on the record where like it sounds so angry and aggressive but like there's there's a song um that mike's on songs pissed it's fast but it's about walking away from music mm -hmm. and not realizing how much you needed it yeah right so like coming back and going like oh this is what I've been missing, right? So there's, you know, like, yeah, it's, if you just look at it, like, on a surface level, you'd probably be like, this this guy's angry about a lot of things. And then, like, I, I feel like I'm the complete opposite of that, like. Like, if somebody <laughs> were to, like, break into our Instagrams and, like, see our, <laughs> our conversations or, like, even our TikToks. Our TikTok is an interesting. It's an interesting it's, feed. One of these days, we maybe we'll do like a special, uh, like glimpse inside of the things that Mike and I send back and forth. <laughs> There's a whole lot of Disney musicals. There's a whole lot of like, I turned the Little Mermaid into a wedding song for the bride and groom to walk down the aisle, <laughs> or like weird like. I like to think we find like insanely talented things or things that are very different. <laughs> Or like weird conspiracy theories. Oh, that's what I was going to ask uh, earlier. How often do you get sucked into his conspiracy <laughs> talk? <laughs> you don't have to say which ones, but. <laughs> that, the, the silence is telling. The silence is telling. Um, but yeah, I think going back to the question. Um, the. It's, it's tough, especially if you're in a position where people are looking at you, right? Like as a pastor, as an artist, a musician, as a athlete, whatever, right? Because people are always going to just assume and they're going to make this, you know, they're going to, they're going to make this judgment of you even before you have a chance to say two words, right? Mm -hmm. So even if you never get a chance to, to, um, talk to somebody, they're going to have these preconceived notions about who you are that just based off of what you do. And I think that there's definite, you just have to kind of continue with your life and live your life the way that you need to live it or however you feel that you should be living it because you can't be concerned with other people's opinions of you. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, like if, if I were to worry about everybody that like had some, something to say about me, like I, my life would be awful. But, and at the same time, as far as the people that are 
you know, they always say like, don't judge a book by its cover or, you know, and it's really easy to say that, but it's a le- it's less easy to apply that. Um, <clears throat> but you just have to kind of be cognizant. Like you can't, you can't just assume that like based off of this person, you know, um, that you know everything about them. I like, I, I, when I was on warp tour and I toured with this band, Whitechapel, love these guys, dude. And they're so heavy. They're mm-hmm. so like, they're like low key. Like if you listen to especially old Whitechapel records, you're like Yo, these dudes are fucking scary. Yeah. Right. And then they're like some of the nicest, like, like coolest dudes that I've ever met, like Southern boys, just like, you know, so, you know, you can't, you know, you can't, you, you just have to understand that, like, you, you can't just judge somebody like it. You can't judge a book by its cover because you, you never know. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, with, with, at first, I think that's a great question. It's a really good question. I don't know who that is. That, what's his name? Renee. Renee. Her, her, oh, her, uh, she used to work with me. That was, that was my ride or die at my last job. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. No, it's great. It's great cool. Um, it, it's, you know, you guys were talking, I, you know, I think first off is that we all have those, you know, we, we took a trip, we took the students to the, uh, Museum of Tolerance, and before you kind of even get into the museum, there's like two doors, and it's just like, you know, prejudice, non-prejudice, to enter the museum, and so, you know, I went to the non-prejudice one. And it doesn't work. The, the door don't open, <laughs> you know? so they make you, gotcha. enter, <laughs> they make you enter, um, but, you know, you have to, everyone has to walk through the prejudice door, you right. know, and uh, you know, one, one thing that sticks out, um, I was probably, um, I don't know, maybe about a year or two into ministry, right, and so... It was still super new, and I was, you know, kind of figuring stuff out. And one of the things that I really struggled with was speaking. Like I didn't, I didn't, I, I really, I like I would, I would wake up like the night before, and I just, I was, you know, and um, was it speaking in front of people? Well, speaking in front of people, putting a message together or whatever. I just didn't feel like that was like like a like one of my, you know, strengths. Well, and you know. Um, so I was kind of getting myself ready and, um, I remember Mikey was on tour and, um, and so anyway, so I, I remember I went up to speak and, uh, remember my parents were there and, and Mike had come in, I think early that morning, he might've come in early that morning or something. And so he comes into church. My folks are really kind of in the front row. My family's in the front row, first couple rows. And he walks in and he walks in with a mohawk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. With a mohawk. So he walks in with a mohawk and he comes in the back and I'm speaking. Now, mind you, when I see him, like, it, like I'm like, it's, it's encouraging because he's my brother. Like he's there to yeah. support me. So he comes in, he comes to the front and, and sits down. And, um, anyway, um, later on after the service, there was a lady that came up and said something about this person who had come in and so on and so forth. And I don't think they knew that he was my brother. And there was this comment that was made that it really bothered me that what was said about, about him just plainly on the, the outward appearance. Right. And, um, it bothered me. Like it, it really bothered me. And I, I said, actually, you know, that, that, that's actually my brother. And he, you know, he actually, he came to church because he'd just come in and, you know, I don't even think you had time to go home. He thought it was like a youth thing and it was at the church, right? Something yeah, like that. something like that. <laughs> I, was, I, I remember showing up and I'm like, oh, he's oh, in the no. big church. Because he, he would be, he would, sometimes he, he would mostly speak in the smaller room where we, where we did the shows. And then, you know, every now and then he'd be in the big church. 
And I remember like going to the small to the small room and realizing like it's not there. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but he came in. Like, but he but still came in. in. Yeah. He, he came, and I don't know if he was suiting up or what, but he came in. And but the thing the thing that was interesting is that I had this conversation with this lady, and you know, it gave me an opportunity to kind of say, hey, well, actually, that's my brother. And, you know, a lot of times, like, you know, again, these, the question is interesting because I think people have these ideas of who you guys both are and with, whether it's the music or the look or whatever. But, um, I remember having that conversation with that lady and saying, Hey, look, you know, if, if I could, if I could have the temperament that he had, or if I could have the, you know, I mean, there's, it, it really bothered me. Yeah. uh, The impression that was, you know, but what was interesting is that later on that week or something that happened later on that there was something that kind of came up where I, I found myself doing the exact same thing, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so I think that it, when it comes to, I think, you know, these, we're all going to have these preconceived ideas of who people are. And sometimes we do ourselves the worst disservice because we don't get a chance to know who that, who they are, like getting, you know, yeah. making an effort to know who they are. And I, um, I, I think that's, that's something that, you know, we, I think we just have to be aware of it. Like that's kind of how we're built. Our, our default isn't, you know, a lot of times assuming the best about people, our defaults kind of go in the opposite direction. But when we take the time to kind of get to know someone and find out who they are, it, that's, I think that's when you kind of get to kind of peel the layers and find out, Hey, that there's anyway, I, that, that was just kind of, as you guys were talking, I, I just remembered that, 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 that experience very vividly, you know? So did, did, did it upset you more what the lady was saying just because it was your brother or did it upset you just because like on a, you know, kind of like a deeper level, you're like, "Eh, that's not cool. Or, you know, like, like, do you think it was just like, you know, obviously the, the brotherly instinct, your brother, but no, I, no, that's a good question. I think initially, I think it was, it was the brother for sure, you know, but, but I think that, I think that, um, helped me later in terms of realizing that, Hey, I'm just as easy to do that as well. Hmm. And, and so, um, and it's interesting because again, when you know someone, you, it's like, you know who they are when no one else is around. Right. And, and with Mike, you know, it's interesting because you he, what you see is what you get with Mikey. Like he's, you know, that's just, and, um, very calm, (laughs) (laughs) very aged. That that, that was funny because I've had friends of mine that I've taken to shows and, you know, we'll, we'll, my buddies would go see, see him play and, and they would just be blown away because they know him, right? (laughs) They know him and they're like, Wow! Like, Did he just front flip? <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? You know. But we got we got to play. I'll I'll post the video of me doing a front flip because there is one. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I'll, I'll just send it. Yeah. So yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> it was something that uh, I think uh, you know we can do a disservice sometimes by not taking the time to get to know people. I I had one of those moments too, and my aunt actually went up to bat for me. Mm-hmm. At, at actually at the church, mm-hmm. I showed up. Uh, I was home, and I like. Same thing, like I can't, I was wearing just like a polo, you know, like tattooed piercings. I think at the time I had like my septum pierced and my snake bite. Like it was full <laughs> on. Like, um, <clears throat> and I walked in and I was talking to a couple people and somebody was talking to my aunt and was like, who's this guy? Like, that's all like, you know, tattooed and like, it's just disrespectful to the church. And my aunt was like, that's my nephew. Yeah. And she, like she straight went to bat, bat for me. Um, 
and I didn't know. I didn't know until later. Yeah. She didn't say anything to me. Like I never heard about it until somebody else was like, "Yo, your aunt was like defending your honor." And I was like, <laughs> "What? That's, That's awesome. so cool." <laughs> That's awesome. But, <clears throat> well, really, I don't. So just going on. It's interesting they say that because I also have a very vivid, vivid memory of that because one. I just remember being like, oh no, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, um, but like for me, one thing that I will, that I carry with me in this is I remember as soon as the sermon, as soon as he was done speaking, my first thought was to go to him and I was, I apologized. I went, I went up and I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I thought it was me. And he was just like, I'm happy you're here, man. I didn't think you were going to make it. I'm happy you're here. And that like was a big deal to me. Cause I, was, I remember thinking like, Oh, dude, I'm, I think I, I embarrassed everybody yeah. kind of thing. So yeah. that was, that was, that was a big deal to me at the time. Um, so f- for me, something that, I, so I, I like, I kind of like people getting me wrong. Like I kind of like that. I don't know. I think I've always been, I just, I, for one, I just don't like what people assume like obviously about, about me or whatever, or or anyone, but, um, I, I like it, you know, I think it's funny. Like there's some things that I do on social media just cause I think it's funny to me. And I just know that like, I know that I'm putting something out there and I know that if someone doesn't know me, I know how they're going to take it yeah. and I'm okay with that. And I'm yeah. totally okay with that. There's a very funny YouTube review about an NBR show that we could talk about. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but uh, I like that. I, so I like, especially as I've gotten older and, you know, like, I feel like I, I feel like, you know, I feel like everyone, everybody wears different hats, but I think it's fun for me when like I'm a, when I'm a barista and someone finds out that I'm in a band or I have a band that toured. I think that's funny because then they're like, what? Yeah. And then, or they find out that like, I have a degree in social work now and they're like, really? Like, you know, and then, you know, and then when I was working at my last job, same thing, people were like surprised, like, oh, like, like you're like in a, like a band band, like what, you know? And, um, yeah. So like, you know, then, then same thing with coaching, coaching was, I had a rule for coaching too. I don't know if you remember this, can't talk music during practice, but I'll talk, I'll talk with you afterwards. And I remember that being more of a rule especially in the foss and all them because they that was like the class i started coming out to like my, my shows and stuff yeah. and so they'd want to like talk about like dude you know you know we're at the you know, like that show was so good i'm like after practice yeah <laughs> like was yeah. yeah so anyway i like i've always i've always liked that i like that now um i don't know i think it's i think it's funny to like because obviously i do too i've you know i've definitely judged someone beforehand um, one of the things I, I really liked about, uh, La Sierra, you know, the, my, the social work program that I was in was we had to be open about our prejudice. And it was funny because everybody, the first day when we talk about it, cause they're like, you know, everyone like thinking about, thinking about something that, you know, you have a prejudice and of course we're like, I don't really have one. And I fell into that too. I was just like, dude, I'm pretty open to things. Like nothing really <laughs> shocks me. And then. And then we got into like the discussion of homeless, homelessness and homeless population. And I was like, oh shit, like <laughs> I have, I have yeah. a prejudice, you know, cause we've had instances on tour where we had some run-ins with, you know, at, at my work at Daily Brew, I've had a lot of run-ins, you know, 
And, you know, I remember thinking like, oh, wow, okay, so I have, like, I didn't realize I have this, so probably, so I probably have other ones I didn't realize. Um, and uh, and I thought it was really neat to kind of, like, especially when they, you know, for me, like, they're like, oh, homeless, like, this is going to be a fun chapter for you or a fun section yeah. for you. And uh, and we got to do, you know, an outreach program for the city, which we involved, uh, you know, uh, what is it, misplaced persons and stuff. And, uh, um, and it was, it was, uh, it was humble. It was very humbling. Cause I didn't, you know, I basically realized like, Oh, there's, a, there's a lot more to this. I'm not, I wasn't very educated on this. I, I think people look at prejudice as like a very defined thing. Right. And I, it's very hard. It's very, very hard for people to not be prejudiced to things in some sort of way. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But what really matters is like, if you're aware of it and then how you approach it, right? Like, you know, your thing with the homeless population, like <clears throat> you didn't even know that you felt that way, yeah. right? And there's tons of other people that probably don't even know that they feel that way too. But it's just a matter of how you approach it when you realize it and how you deal with it afterwards that really makes all the difference, yeah. you know? But... Yeah, but I, but I think so. Going back to answer the question, basically what we've all pretty much said is like, I think you just you, eventually, you know, in those short moments of like quick moments, I, for me, I'm just like, well, who cares? Like that's how I feel. I'm like, you probably got me wrong. It's all right. I'm gonna my day is gonna probably go the same. Like that's how I feel. But then like if it's over time, then I think it's like, well, eventually, you know, who you are is gonna show up. And people will eventually, uh, they can make their decision from that. Yeah. Eventually you'll have close enough, you'll be close enough to see the drafts section of TikTok and Instagram, <laughs> the videos that we all never put out, <laughs> the weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. That's always fun. People assume, okay, and, again, and also with music too, like people assume, oh, I want, like I just listen to hardcore bands. I'm like, dude. <laughs> You would be, yeah, it would be. I think people would be surprised. You'd be very disappointed. <laughs> when he I, uh, to. I very rarely listen to hardcore, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, I mean, do you have any? Do you have any more questions for for your your brother? Nah, I think this was this is cool. Episode twenty. Episode twenty. Episode twenty. Um, we were we were like excited. We were like, dude, if we get uh, what was it? If we get to five. We'll know that this is like real. We're actually going to do something <laughs> with it. Yeah. So 20 is, 20 is a big deal. Uh, yeah. And it's cool. Like we're seeing, we're, we are seeing growth. We are seeing like more people tuning in and listening. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys for that. And if you are new um, or if not, uh, hit us up at walkingblindpod at gmail.com at walkingblindpod on all the socials, uh, Twitter. Mike never updates it. He's on TikTok 99.9% .9 of the time. And then those I'm go on to TikTok, Instagram. not doing things. Just yeah, literally just, just on, on just like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, follow us on the gram. Um, yeah. You want to plug any social media? Uh, CoronaCHurch.com. Uh, <laughs> no, no. We're, yeah. No, that's hey, it's cool to be on here, man. Episode 20. And uh, I was been. Yeah. yeah. I, I know you were playing the long game with us and holding out on us. So thank you for, for sure. <laughs> I had to wait until the, the price of, of being on here was uh, Maria's. Oh, I see. I think that's <laughs> kind that's of. Fair. That's fair. That's right I'm there. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I'm so incredibly hungry. Also, happy opening day to everybody. All happy those. opening day. Actually, yeah, this will come out right before. Opening day is Thursday. 
So we were supposed to, he had, he had it. He had it. He was on a hanger. He was going to wear the red angel jersey. I don't have a jersey that still fits me, but uh, <laughs> I do have a hat. <laughs> so I was actually, I, I was actually thinking about picking up a new jersey before the game. Uh, Dude, this is, sorry, this is like nothing. Right, we can edit this out. So, you know, you remember that white, it's like the old school angel shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I find, I, this, I don't think it fits you. It doesn't fit me. I finally put it into like the, the save bin. Yeah. Wait, we're not editing this out. No, <laughs> the kids could at some point in time. Shit, put that I didn't on. think about that. <laughs> yeah. So did you get rid of it? I can find it. I can find it. It's, it's mixed not gone. In. It's, it's not gone. It. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, no, the girls can wear it. You don't want to buy them, buy them like something cooler. Well, I mean, that's the that's, retro, but dude. That's, the, that's the one with the halo, like, right? The big A and the halo. Yeah. You might want to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Whoopsies. Nah, it's cool. I'll, I'll find it. It's still, in, it's still in the house. It's on. It's in a bag. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah. Well, on that note. <laughs> Later, everybody. Bye, everyone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.